I've always been interested in biographies and the stories of people's lives. In 10th grade, I read over 30 books of the Kennedy family, not out of obsession, but deep fascination of their commitment to public service. I read so many biographies that I've lost count, and I must say, I get this from my mother. She's always reading biographies. I'm Allie Portee, a fashion journalist and editor of Zayla Magazine. I invite you to sit in on some of my conversations with some pretty inspiring people from around the world on topics of fashion, entertainment, music, and entrepreneurship. Basically, these are conversations from the soulful side of life about topics that will hopefully inspire your life in some way. This is the soulful side of life. So I got to sit down and have a chat with Scotty McCreary right before Country to Country Music Festival that happened between London, Glasgow, and Dublin. And it was a great three-day festival of all kind of country music artists. Scotty McCreary, who's in this interview, Luke Combs, Darius Racker, Miranda Lambert, Kit Moore. It was it was awesome. So um, this is my sit-down chat with Scotty where we talk about his music, life, how he's doing. So enjoy this podcast episode with the country music artist, Scotty McCreary. You were supposed to perform in London, was it in 2020 or was it 2019? Um, so how does it feel now that you're actually able to go and perform in the UK? Yeah, so we, we had the chance to go to London and we did a, a couple shows in 19, kind of before the world shut down. So that was that was awesome. We got to go in there and do it. And we were scheduled to go back, um, you know, with CGC and obviously, you know, things got moved back and all that. So it's uh, it's exciting to be able to get back there. We had so much fun. Uh, the fans, I'd never been over there in my career before. So when we got to go and play shows, I didn't know what to expect, but um they were listening to every word. They knew every song on every album. They were in the States. They just kind of wanted to hear the singles. But there they were like requesting deep album cuts. And I was like floored. I was like, they're asking for songs. I was like, man, I haven't sang that in seven years. I'm not sure I'd even remember how to. So it was, um, we had so much fun. Everybody was so nice. So getting to go back will be a, will be a blast. Yeah. And how does it feel that you have foreigners British, but not just the British, there's Italians at C to C and Eastern Europeans who are listening to your music. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's insane, really. I think we get so caught up in just our everyday lives and our own little bubble that we kind of sometimes forget to think, oh, there's a there's a humongous world out there, you know, and there's lots of folks out there. So um, the fact that they they know our music, I mean, that's that's at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is just let people hear the music and hopefully enjoy it and put a smile on their face, let them escape the realities and just enjoy the song. And uh, so the fact that they're doing that overseas uh, thousands of miles away is, is really cool to sit back and think about. And once you get to play the songs for them too, and see them smiling, see them dancing, see them enjoying themselves. That's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And just like identifying with Southern culture um, I remember at C2C in 2019, there was a German girl and she's like, I love country music. I don't understand the, the pickup truck culture or <laughs> sitting on a front porch rocking culture, but they're identifying more with the love songs, I would say, 
foreigners. And I lived in Beirut, Lebanon for three years, and there's so many Middle Eastern people who love country music and they're hoping for concerts to come to their part yeah. of the world. So We'd love to. Yeah, I, I think uh, for sure country music can get a little caught up in, like you said, that the pickup trucks and the beer drinking songs and this, that and the other. But that, to me, at the end of the day, country music is is just real people telling real stories. You know, it's it's not a ton of fluff. It's, you know, I try to write songs that I've lived, you know, what have I lived? What do I love? And that's what I want to write songs about. And I think uh, a lot of folks can identify with that. So that's, that's great to hear. For sure. Cause it's stories and we're all humans and we can identify. We're all a lot more alike than we are different. Yeah, Absolutely. that's true. And so you're going to Germany after uh, the UK. Have you performed in Germany before? We have. Yeah. We, we had the chance to go to uh, Cologne and Berlin. Um, and it was, again, kind of just so much fun. Number one, just getting to experience their culture, getting to uh, to meet them and understand, you know, what all they're up to and, again, how alike and differences and all that. But uh, but getting to play the shows, we played, you know, little clubs and, um, you know, and they were just the nicest crowd and, and again, knew our songs. Every show was was sold out, which I, I didn't know if 10 people would show up just because I'd never been over there, so. Yeah. Um, they, they made us feel welcome. They made us feel at home. And, and, uh, so getting to go back there will be great. And they had really big beers that they drank there. So that was, <laughs> that was fun too. Yeah. It's really good for Americans. Um, you're going to a lot of cities in Germany. Like, was that a strategic thing? Cause you're going kind of, you know, Munich is on the other side of Frankfurt and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think last time we only got to kind of hop in and hop out. Um, so this time we we're like, hey, let's go to different cities. Let's uh, see some more folks. Uh, you know, it, we just had such a good time and um, we just, you know, hey, let's just keep exploring. Let's go to different markets and play shows, you know, where they might not expect us to. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of on our on our brain when we were thinking about it. Yeah. Cool. All right. So this next question is actually Ben's question. Um, is there anything that you do before a show um, that you always do, like maybe to warm up or relax? And if so, what is it? Yeah, you know, uh, it can be it's not one set thing before every show. Um, you know, me and the band will always get together and just kind of fist pump and get ready. It's like you're going out to play a, a, a sport, you know, or something, just getting the team hyped up, ready to go. Um, Sometimes we'll do a quick shot. Sometimes we'll do a quick prayer. Uh, it, it's not a uh, one set thing, but just something to get the camaraderie, everybody in on the same page, um, you know, kind of huddle up kind of moment. And then we all hit the stage right after that. Awesome. Awesome. Um, now, this is like what my article is going to focus on this next question. And for a long time, country music has been known to be like an American thing but it's not only for Americans. We can see that today. And we just kind of talked about that. Um, how have you seen non-Americans take to your music? And I mean, you kind of already answered this, but just like to the genre as a whole. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, um, you know, we're not, I don't think country music is strictly trying to make um, music for just one set group uh, of people or one country or anything. I think, uh, the biggest thing I have on my heart is to express my heart and is, you know, to pick up a guitar and, and write what I'm thinking about. And, um, and that can be just in my own home with me and my wife and my dog, or that can be 
you know, current events around the country that, you know, that everybody's going through or the world. And, uh, you know, for us and the little travels that we've done going overseas, we've been to uh, London, we've been to uh, Germany, we're going to Ireland and Scotland. We played shows in New Zealand. Um, I think we, there's something for everybody in there. And uh, I think, like I said earlier, we're, uh, where you look on the news and you see how different we all are and how everybody's fighting and divisive. I think once you sit down and think about the music and, and how people all over the world can relate to it, you, you do realize how much more alike we are than we are different. And that's a beautiful thing and it's good to know and good to see. Um, and it's nice that country music is, is being shared throughout and accepted throughout and people are enjoying it because that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. And you're performing like the same uh, set or not set, but with Darius Rucker when you're in London, Scotland, um, Ireland. Are you a fan of Darius's? Um, are you looking forward to singing on the same stage as him? Yeah, he's Darius is one of my good buddies in, in country music. And so I was just talking with him uh, yesterday, actually, because I beat him in fantasy football and, <laughs> and he had to pay up his is uh into the bet for that season so um he's such a great guy and i've been such a fan of his even before i got to know him so uh any chance i get to see darius on stage i'm there uh I, I, he's so much fun probably just the funniest nicest guy in country music or just music in general because he's an international superstar so yeah. uh be a lot of fun and hopefully the weather is cooperating so we can play some golf because me and him both like to play golf out there so we'll, we'll see if it uh, if it warms up for us it wasn't golf invented in scotland so maybe i'll get to play it was, <laughs> and it was yeah that's bucket list for me i'm sure he's done it but i've never played over there so that's that's a big bucket list thing for me yeah for sure okay so um two last questions your newest album same truck i know that it was inspired by your wife um, how's married life treating you and how exactly was the album, um, inspired by her? Yeah, um, absolutely. Married life is awesome. Uh, we're three years into it and it, it's, it's gone great. You know, we made it through, uh, the last year and a half and we're still, still going strong, which is, uh, which is crazy because we never thought we'd get to see each other every day until we were like 65 and retired. You know, that was just kind of what we figured with uh, the way our lives work, but, um, you know, we've only grown co closer and same truck was an album that, um, we had made another album kind of before the pandemic and, and then, uh, the world shuts down and you have nothing but time to pick up a guitar and write songs. And, um, so that's what we did. And we made a whole new album basically. And, uh, so the way it was inspired by Gabi is that while I'm writing these songs, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm spending every single day with her, like I've never spent with her before. So, um, yeah just kind of falling in love all over again. And, and uh, I write a bunch of love songs for her. There was other stuff besides just her, but she's, she's sure. definitely at the forefront of this album. Did you find the pandemic hard, like with, you know, your music career or did you just find it to be a positive thing? Giving you, uh, time? you know, yeah, I think we always try to make lemonade out of lemons. Um, you know, I would have much rather the world not shut down, everybody been healthy and, you know, get to tour and um, carry on like normal. I think uh, one positive that came out of it, if we're looking for a silver lining, is that you had to adapt. You had to learn new ways of doing things. So um, hopping on Zoom and writing a song. You, you, I live in North Carolina, so that that's shown me that I can write songs while being home instead of having to always fly to Nashville. 
but then it opens it up to, hey, what if I meet a songwriter in London or overseas in Germany during C2C um, and we can hop on a Zoom and, and write songs together. So um, in a way, the world shut down, but I think it also kind of opened it up in that in that uh, spectrum. Because I think there are a lot of country or a few country music songs that were actually you could do the singing over Zoom and like create and do the whole song um, yeah. digitally. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a whole new way of doing it that I don't think we ever would have even thought about, you know, had we not gone through the last year and a half, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is my last, last question. Um, there are so many um, British country music singers performing at C to C. Some are on smaller stages. Some just attend just to see some of their favorite artists. What advice do you have to, up-and-coming British country music singers who are wanting to be on the big stage like you one day? Yeah, you know, it's uh, never say never. You know, I, I, I was bagging groceries not that long ago, you know, with just me and a guitar and, and singing. So there's so many ways to get your music out there now, uh, you know, between the internet and Instagram, and there's TikTok now. And I, I'm only 28 and I still feel a little old for TikTok. Like, I don't get it totally, but there's so many different ways to get your music out there. So um, what I would just say is keep writing songs and, and keep finding ways for people to hear your music, uh, whether that's in person, on the internet, um, on a TV show that you're trying out for. Um, there's a lot of different ways cause, and get it out there because you never know who's listening. It could be Joe Schmo. It could be the head of a record label who really digs you. So yeah. um, just go, go, go. And you never know. You try a hundred times and nothing happened. And then the hundred and first time is when somebody really hears you. So never know. That's true. That's true. I, I watched some of your shows on American Idol when you were trying out in that audition or a song you did in front of JLo was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, maybe there'll be a duo <laughs> that you have with her one day. Maybe, maybe uh, one can only hope that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Scotty. And I, I'm going to be at C to C watching you. Ben's going to be there, I think, two of the days. Awesome. So it's awesome just to get to talk to you for a few minutes. Hey, so much fun. Thank you for having me. And, and yeah, we cannot wait for CTC. It's that's been a we've never done it. So that's that's been a a bucket list thing for us to get over there and play that show. So we can't wait. Yeah, I'm, you're going to have an arena full of people singing your songs. So. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's exciting. I yeah. can't wait. All right. Well, thanks and God bless. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode and that you have found a soulful connection to the conversation. God bless you. And until the next episode, go bless somebody else.